Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello everyone and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I am your host. So you might hear some loud noises and that's because my kids are home and awake because it's 3.30 in the afternoon and my wife's cooking dinner and they have a friend over and their bedrooms are right above where I record and there has been some WWE style slamming onto the floor. I went up there at one point and my son was jumping off of his bed onto the floor. Well, actually onto a big giant panda. So there's some battles going on upstairs is really what I'm saying. And I just want to make you aware there might be some very loud noises. Hopefully not, but there will likely be some sort of interruption during this show. So I apologize about that. And as if all that wasn't enough, we also have the washer and dryer going, which is right next to the room that I record in. So hopefully it won't pick up on the mic or won't pick up too much of it cuz right now I can really hear it. But we'll see what happens on the final recording. I want to thank Ryan for becoming a Patreon supporter. Ryan, if you need any help setting up your Patreon feed or anything like that, let me know. Bodie at 918digital.com. If any of you folks would like to join Ryan, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. We have two tiers. The first tier is the $1 level, and you get a handwritten thank you card from myself, uh, which who else would that be from, I guess? You get a button, kilowatt button, kilowatt sticker, and the thank you card itself was some art that I had commissioned from Lynn Peralta. I'm not real happy with how they turned out. That's not Lynn's fault. That's my fault. And then at the $5 level, you get all this stuff at the $1 level, but you also get access to Slack. And the Slack is strong this week. Everybody's really contributing in there. The Patreon exclusive content this week, if you're a Patreon member, this is what you get in addition to the regular show. We're going to talk about energy storage, so batteries. Our first story comes from the Associated Press. Michael Bloomberg, a billionaire, sometimes Republican, sometimes Democrat, and former mayor of New York, is running for president of the United States. If elected, candidate Bloomberg released his clean energy plans this week. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire plan because we don't have time for that, and it's not probably appropriate for this specific show. But what is, is all new cars sold in the United States need to be electric by 2035. This isn't unlike many other European countries. 
Now, I just want to note that these are campaign promises. He would still need to work with Congress and the Senate to get all this stuff approved and the buy-in. But EV demand is growing, so I think market forces are pushing us that direction anyway. What uh, candidate Bloomberg's doing, he's just basically just putting a due date for auto manufacturers on the end of it. But I think we're heading that direction anyway. Our next story comes from Autoblog, Joe Lorio. New Jersey is very close to passing a bill that would give EV or hybrid buyers or leasees a tax credit up to $5,000. Now to get the $5,000, you need to purchase or lease an EV or plug-in hybrid with a range of over 200 miles. There's a reduction of $25 per mile if you are under that uh, 200 miles. So if you buy an EV that has a 190 mile range, then your tax credit would be your tax rebate, excuse me, would be $4,750, not $5,000. The plug-in hybrid rebate is also based on range. I'm not going to go into that uh, because we're trying to promote full electric vehicles on this show. But I'm sure if you look into it and live in New Jersey, we don't have actually very many listeners that live in New Jersey, but I wanted to highlight this because I think it's cool. Um, vehicles over $55,000 will not qualify for the rebate, which I think is fair. The bill also makes $500 available to offset the cost of a home charger. So that is awesome. Nicholas Zart of Clean Technica has our next story. Neo and... Chinese EV startup that I'm actually an investor in, delivered 3,170 vehicles in December 2019. Right now, NEO has two EV SUVs. They have the ES8, which is a seven-seater, and the ES6, which is a five-seater. NEO has also announced the sedan, but I don't think that's in production yet. They've delivered a total of 31,913 vehicles total for the company's history. It also sounds like NEO is close to securing $1 billion in funding, an additional $1 billion in funding. So this, coupled with the delivery numbers, it, the stock price for NEO is going up, which is great. Because for a long time, I was uh, losing quite a bit of my investment. But now, I'm up about 180 bucks. Green Car reports Ben. Halverson. I'm so sorry. I'm B-E-N-G-T. Don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway, Mr. Halverson, Lucid Motors is finally getting ready to reveal the production model of the Lucid Air sedan in April. The event will take place in New York. I expect that after the reveal, we'll find out more information on pricing and model configurations and that kind of thing. I sat in a prototype version of this car, and it's beautiful. Now, how much of that will end up being in the actual production version of the car it still kind of remains unclear but just in general this is a gorgeous car i did not have a chance to ride in one however i just sat in one electrics bradley berman and autoblogs brian hurd have our next story now might be a really good time to lease a chevy bolt because chevy has notified authorized dealers that they're going to make ten thousand dollars in incentives available for the chevy volt bolt excuse me I wasn't able to find a whole bunch of details about this lease program in Phoenix specifically, but if you live in San Francisco, you could get a 2020 Chevy Bolt LT for $169 a month with $2,219 due at signing. So that's pretty decent lease price. In related news, and this hasn't been confirmed by GM, so I don't know if it's in related news or in related speculation, 
but GM will bring a Buick crossover to China based on the Chevy Bolt. You know, China's a hot market in terms of EVs. Why wouldn't they bring a EV version of what they're offering to China? Makes total sense. Electrics, Bradley Berman again. In 2019, Volvo announced that it would build its XC90 EV in Charleston, South Carolina. This is obviously great for American workers, especially those in Charleston, South Carolina area. But this week, Volvo also announced that they will be building a battery plant adjacent to the Charleston plant to supply batteries for the XC90 EV and Volvo's other EVs, which I don't know that we know that much about at this point. The battery plant should be completed sometime in 2022, which is the same year that the XC90 EV will go on sale. So, coincidence? I think not. Our next two stories are really short. So the first one's by Jamison Dow of Electric. The next one's by Joey Klinder of Teslarati. Locals in Germany are protesting Gigafactory 4. They're protesting the location of the Gigafactory because they're going to have to clear a bunch of trees. That's going to upset a lot of the wildlife. And it'll obviously have a environmental impact on the area. So Tesla's opened up an office in that part of Germany. I can't remember where it is off the top of my head. To address the concerns of the protesters, this is absolutely the right move by Tesla. They should absolutely be listening to the locals and open to changing their plans on some level. The next one, Tesla is inviting Tesla owners to a fundraiser that will benefit a children's hospital in the Netherlands. I think this is great and it deserves a shout out. So there you go, Tesla. Fred Lambert of Electric has our next story. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has received 127 claims against Tesla. This all stems around unintentional acceleration. Now, there's a joke to be made here, but I'm not going to make it, but use your imagination. So here's what the NHTSA has to say. On December 19, 2019, the Office of Defects Investigation received a defect petition by email requesting a defect investigation of alleged sudden unintended acceleration in the model year 2012 through 2019 model s model years 2016 to 2019 model x and model years 2018 to 2019 model 3 vehicles in support of his request the petitioner cited 127 consumer complaints to the national highway transportation safety administration involving 123 unique vehicles. The reports included 110 crashes and 52 injuries. A copy of the petition will be added to the public file for this defect petition, and the ODI will evaluate the petitioner's allegations to determine if the petition should be granted or denied. If the petition is granted, ODI will open a defect investigation. If the petition is denied, ODI will publish a notice in the Federal Register. So based on the model years for the Model S, X, and Model 3, that's every single vehicle that Tesla's made other than the Tesla Roadster. So that's pretty significant. Um, Tesla has all the data, of course, so I'm sure the investigation will be brief, and if they find out there was an issue, it'll be corrected in a timely manner. Randall Soba of Tesserati. I'm sure we all remember when Elon was showing off the Tesla Cybertruck, and they were throwing steel balls at it. The windshield cracked. Well, Tesla's turned that into a money-making opportunity. 
They are now selling t-shirts with the image of the broken glass across the front of the t-shirt. So if you want one, you're gonna to need to pony up $45. That's a really expensive shirt. I love that Tesla can poke fun at itself, but $45, that's a lot of money for a t-shirt and maybe a little ridiculous. It should be 20, 25 bucks. Come on, Tesla. I will say this though, it does look like a designer shirt that you would pay $100 for for some reason. Fred Lambert has her next story. Tesla released a new home charger that has a Wi-Fi connection and a newish design. Honestly, it looks like the old one to me, but this is what Tesla has to say about the new charger. Monitor your charge with the Tesla app and receive notifications when complete. Wi-Fi connectivity enables over-the-air firmware updates and remote service if necessary. Tesla Wall Connector offers the best home charging experience for any Tesla owner. I, I thought this was something you could do before, with the exception of the Tesla service, and we're going to talk about that here um, in a second after I talk about the features. I thought all this information came from the car. But here are the features for the new wall-mounted charger. Up to 44 miles of range per hour. It's compatible with Model S, X, and Model 3. You would hope so. And future compatibility, hopefully, with the Model X, or excuse me, Model Y and, and the Cybertruck. I'm sure that that's the case, but it doesn't mention it in here. Up to 11.5 kilowatt hours, 848 amp output. Customizable power levels on a range of circuit breakers. Compatible with any home electrical system. Wi-Fi connectivity, 802.11b, G, and N. Approved for indoor or outdoor installation, lightweight 18-foot cable, that's nice, and a tempered white glass faceplate. This is interesting. It seems like Tesla is setting us up for something, and I expect another shoe to drop when Tesla has its battery event later this year. Two things that I want to point out, though. One is they say that it can be used for over-the-air updates. So if the charger is just sitting there, and Tesla pushes an update, they can push it directly to the charger itself. That way, when the Tesla owner gets home, they can you know, basically plug the car in and they get the update through the charger. I don't know exactly if that's true or not or how that would work. But another thing that I found interesting in their little message here, if remote service is necessary. So it sounds like there, if you're having a problem and they can fit it, fix it within software, you plug it into your charger and then they can fix it that way. That's actually pretty cool and very handy. They don't need to send anybody out to your house and you would need to bring your car to them. So that actually makes a lot of sense. And I don't know if either of those two things I just talked about are actually happening, but if they are, it's pretty cool. Tesserati's Randall Suba. I'm going to say his name wrong every single time and eventually I'll say it right. Tesla released its Q4 2019 vehicle safety report. This is the report that talks about all of the accidents that Tesla vehicles got into versus, you know, miles, like one accident per every X miles. So with autopilot on, there was one accident for every 3 million miles. In the previous quarter, there was one accident for every 4.34 million miles. So a little dip there, but I still pretty good numbers without autopilot, but with safety features, there's one accident for every 2.1 million miles. In the previous quarter, is 2.19 million miles. One accident per 2.19 million. So I'm going to call that one even. 
And then without autopilot on or any other safety features, there's one accident for every one and a half million miles. And the previous quarter, there was one accident per every 1.4 million miles. So that's a little bit better. I don't even know if that, if everything's turned off, why, why is this a stat, I guess? Maybe because it just makes the cars safer. I don't know. Anyway, the national average is one accident for every 479,000 miles. Um, from 2012 to 2019, one Tesla catches on fire for every 175 million miles driven. According to the National Fire Protection Agency and the Department of Transportation, there's one ICE vehicle that catches on fire for every 19 million miles driven during the same time period. So overall, it's, the numbers show that Teslas are still safer than the average ICE car out there. Fred Lambert has our next story. Tesla is close to expanding their solar roof operation in new markets. This would be solar roof version 3. We didn't even really know that they had a version 2, to the best of my knowledge. Until now, solar roof was only available in California, Texas, and Florida. So here are the new markets. Arizona, which would be the Phoenix area. Parker, Colorado. Hartford, Connecticut. Wilmington and Seaford, Delaware. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hawaii. Mililani, I love Hawaii. Can't pronounce any of the words, but I love Hawaii. Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Hunt Valley, Maryland, which is, I guess, the Baltimore area, Massachusetts, Marlboro, and Taunton, Massachusetts, Beth Page in New Windsor, New York, Blackwood in Pinebrook, New Jersey, Austin, Texas, and Draper, Utah. In addition, Tesla will also be setting up training centers for their own folks as well as third party installers. Again, Fred Lambert. Fred Lambert actually has our next two stories. Tesla has dropped a new 85 kilowatt hour battery pack for the Model S and Model X. The battery pack showed up on Tesla's publicly available parts catalog. We don't know if this is a new configuration for the Model S and Model X or if it's just going to be used to replace 85 kilowatt hour battery packs that have, you know, they're just not working anymore. I don't think Tesla has an interest in putting 85 kilowatt hour battery packs on new Model S's and X's. So I think it's more of the, it's just there to replace the ones that have gone bad. In our next Fred Lambert story, some Tesla owners are reporting that expensive software updates are being purchased via Tesla's app without the owner's authorization. John McLaughlin, McLaughlin, is one such
I don't think we'll be doing that for the Model Y, to be honest. And then Tesla Roddy's Joey Klinder. Tesla is close to a long-term deal with Glencore, a Swiss-based cobalt miner, to supply the Gigafactory 3 batteries with cobalt. Cobalt is a rare earth element that is required for lithium-ion battery production. Elon has said in the past that he thinks that Tesla could significantly reduce or eliminate the need for cobalt in their batteries. If this story is true, however, it looks like Tesla won't be eliminating cobalt anytime in the future. I do know that they have reduced it by quite a bit, but it doesn't sound like they'll be eliminating it. But it does sound like they are sourcing their cobalt from responsible miners, so that's great. Well, that's the whole show. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to email me, you can. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I'm also on Twitter. My handle is at 918digital. We have a phone number, and I'll put it in the show notes because I can't remember it off the top of my head. But if you leave a message on that number, then I will put your message on the show if you would like. Let's see. I think that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you hopefully next Friday.